overkill, profusion, excess, surplus, too much, abundance. When it comes to the body of Christ, God is just a big show-off, heaping spiritual gifts on His people in an embarrassment of riches. I'm Laura Pace. And I'm Jessica Denny. You're listening to Embarrassment of Riches, where we explore the wisdom, passion, power, and grace that God has showered on the women of Dallas Bible. Good evening, and welcome to Embarrassment of Riches. Hello, Laura. Hello. How do you spell slay? <laughs> like slay, like you slay? No, like sleigh bells. Okay, that's S-L-E-I-G-H. Slay. Oh, that's how I spelled it. My phone I should was have just asked moving you to use slow. Well, we were just singing sleigh bells, and I was going to look up the actual words. Yeah. And I thought I well, spelled this, it wrong, but I didn't. It's nearly Christmas, or nearly Thanksgiving, but this podcast is probably going to be released in summer, but... I am holding a Christmas pillow, and it is not yet Thanksgiving. And we are singing Jingle Bells. Yes, but, we are. you know, we're not supposed to reveal how the sausage is made. <laughs> the jig is up. But the jig is up. We have um, we have a special guest tonight, Laura. Oh, hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. It's, it's Laura Seaford. Seifert. No, that was wrong. Oh, you gosh, butched it. I've always said Seaford. It's, it's like you saying Most Amy Iodi. They do. Yeah. Is it E-I? It but is. It's, but it's... Cyphered because it's like German or something. I should have introduced it. I say cyphered every time. And oh. I said Amy Iot and not Amy Iote. <laughs> did I say that? I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> no, not on the podcast, though. I just always think it Amy Iote like Amy Coyote. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, we have Laura on the show tonight. And poor Laura did not know when she was coming over to my house that we were going to record her for the podcast. So if ever Jess invites you over, you've just been warned. Run. Be right now. Yeah. So we're just going to see what happens. This is like my dream come true. I always just want to see what happens. Yeah, um, totally. Me too. And uh, did have y'all ever watched Shit's Creek? Oh, I don't know if you can say that on a Christian podcast. It's with an S-C-H. It's an S-C-H. I've seen every episode. Okay. So, um... Kyle laughs because there's like an episode where Alexa mm-hmm. um, is going to have a game night mm-hmm. and David, her brother, keeps saying, but it's not going to be a party. She's like, well, we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's like, no, it's not a party. And she, she keeps just saying, we'll just see what happens. And then it's a party. Yeah. And then it's a party. Anyways, I sometimes do that line with Kyle, like whenever he's trying to like hard know me or push mm-hmm. and I'm not getting what I want. I, I say things like, let's just see what happens. Like, we'll just mm-hmm. like, we're just going to go with it and see what happens. Anyway, it's always my dream that on this podcast that we're just going to see what happens. And Laura is, Laura Pace is mm-hmm. always trying to like hard know me on that. Mm-hmm. But tonight, boom, yeah. we're just going to see what Sneak happens. Attack. Mm-hmm. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. So um, we, the reason why I felt like Laura could. Um, Ciphered. Laura Ciphered, not Seaford. Um could do this is because we love Laura and we have we, we have, have seen you MC a women's retreat so we know what your your and we've worked we've workshopped with Laura before <laughs> so we know the creative process with Laura we know that the, like we we know she can handle it just talking to us so um anyway Laura, you really did just kind of roll in and roll with it I mean you know what else can you do right, <laughs> right. <laughs> 
there's I mean, I I knew that we were gonna record Laura. I just didn't mention it to her. Mm-hmm. Just forgot that little detail. <laughs> I didn't forget. Good thing we just, good thing sadly, we're close enough friends. Sadly, sadly, you, you could spring you it did upon mention me. it to me and I did forget. Or I may have given you a a heads a up. Sneaky heads up. A sneaky heads up. <laughs> anyway, I was like, no, we'll just see what happens. To take the pressure off. Anyways, Laura. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, how long have you been at DBC? Where'd you Where grow are you up? from? Where you grew up? Sure. Well, it's, it all started on this yeah. one day in yeah. August. It usually does. Maybe not that far back, right? Um, okay, so I have been at DBC for about 15 years. Wow, you're actually. an old I'm crazy. in the OG club. Yes. Um, and I'm originally from Washington State, so I was forced slash drug to texas <laughs> from my husband is um, shane from texas yes he's okay. born and raised he actually grew up in this same area of dbc he went to dbc in high school he went to high school with the previous pastor hal, hal hobecker's hmm. kids oh i was gonna say um, good night nurse <laughs> He looks great. Not with him. He yeah. looks fantastic. His children. His children. Not that Hal um, looks old. Right. Just right. Shane didn't look like he went to high school with Hal. So he, yeah, he's been original. He's been around for a long time. And uh, he and I met actually in Mexico. That's a fun story for another day. Nope. I think it's um, for today. I need to hear it. It's actually not as fun as it sounds, but we were in a wedding Mm. together. So my cousin married his childhood friend, and we were both in their wedding, and it was in Cabo. Isn't that what everyone always thinks? Maybe I'll meet someone in this wedding party, and we'll get married. Yeah, yeah, and it actually happened. Were you thinking it before you went? Not at all. Not at all. So um, we're kind of jumping ahead already, but a common theme in my life that God is always trying to teach me is that his plans are always better than my plans. And that like bringing you to Texas. Right, right, exactly. And that was definitely the case for the wedding as well, because I almost didn't go. Hmm. I was in the middle of grad school and it just felt like way too much. And even though you were in the wedding, I wasn't thinking of getting to meet anybody. I was very against wanting to meet anybody at the time. And he had other plans. So I met Shane there and we hit it off and we dated for a while and long distance mm -hmm, a while meaning six months before he proposed and we were long distance the whole time and then just a short six months later we got married so we actually only knew each other for a year and never had lived in the same state during Mm -hmm. that time oh wow so he was already living and i like to say after that and it's been smooth so what you're saying is marriage has been easy period right yes absolutely um so i moved here when we got married i literally went to our wedding we went to our honeymoon and then we flew to texas and that was me moving to texas oh my goodness so, yeah, so when we got married, he what said... What was your family saying about that? So, thankfully, they were very supportive of all of it because they met him the same day that I met him. They were at the wedding because it was my cousin's wedding, and they saw right away what a good guy he was, mm. and because my cousin was marrying his best friend, they knew him and knew his history, and so it was a lot easier than just vetted. a random... Yes, exactly. Than just like this random guy I met on the beach in Mexico. <laughs> right? Or on Bumble. 
I really wanted it to be that story. Oh, though. Yeah. Are we too? Are we too old to like have met someone on Bumble? I think so. I'm Thankfully, too old to even say the word. But y'all Bumble. can't. Y'all can't even see me, but I'm. I'm scrolling, swiping. Right. swiping. Yeah. I'm no, I'm concerned. No, you're, you don't even know, Laura. It's, I mean, I'm a little past no, that you gotta point. You got to swipe right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should both be concerned <laughs> that she knows that. I have a lot Let of Kyle patients know. that are swiping right. Mm. So, so anyway, why they're patient. so anyway, but. <laughs> I do have a funny Laura story, though, for that time. out of touch. I'm sorry, 20-year-olds <laughs> that listen to us. We understand that y'all use dating apps, and it doesn't mean you're weirdos. No, not at all. But We're from just our history, not familiar. Yes, yes, from our history, that was not what we did. So instead of a dating app for us, he saved my life in Mexico instead. That's a better so it's story. It's kind of the same thing. Sure. But for us, he actually did save my life in Mexico. That's, that's another story. I feel like story. you need to share it. So the last night, you know, destination weddings are always like multi-day, right? Mm -hmm. So we had a few days to get to know each other. And the last night, he asked if I wanted to go for a walk down on the beach. Romantic, right? And so in Cabo, if you've ever been to Cabo. music for a church. That's not appropriate music for a church. I was going to sing Sleigh Bells instead. Sleigh Bells. That would be good. Sleigh Bells. No, don't do it, Jess. Wait, that wasn't even the song we were singing. No. Go ahead, Laura. So if you've ever been to Cabo, their waves are crazy and they actually have oftentimes put, they put signs up that say, you know, surf warnings, don't get too close, that type of thing. So we were walking down on the beach and a big wave came and actually pulled me out and under the water. Like, and you're just, you're just walking like in the ankles, right? You're not just, yes, exactly. Walking in my regular clothes, (laughs) looking all cute, of course. Uh Right. And I got pulled under and out and I thought I was going to die. I literally couldn't move. And he reached his hand in and pulled me out. Oh, my goodness. So I figured I owed him one. So then so I'll, marry, I'll him. marry you. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's our story. That's crazy. So that's our story. So, yeah. So we got married quickly, you know, uh-huh. considering. But I moved here. I moved to Texas and have been here ever since. He was born and raised in this area and... You know, you can't ever get a Texan out of Texas. So there was never really a discussion of where we would live. I was finishing grad school at the time and he had a job here. So it just made sense that I would get a job down here and we would move to Texas and just started coming to the church right at that point. He, He was already at Dallas Bible and he offered if I wanted to go look at other churches. But the first day that I walked in, I knew that that was where I was supposed to be. Everyone was so friendly and having moved here, not knowing anybody but him and not having a family here, I instantly felt that connection and felt... Little, mm-hmm. little did Laura know um, that people in Texas are always friendly. <laughs> exactly. She, she thought it was, it was just that Dallas Bible thing, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, I have one of my girlfriends um, uh, from Irving Bible is from Hi Kelly Matlock. If you ever listen to us, um, is out. she in Canada? Is she one of our Canadian no, listeners? It, it, oh. Do you consider Flower Mound Canada? Uh, basically, yeah, okay, basically. But she is from Washington State, and I always make fun of her because she's like, "It's so weird. My neighbor knocked on the door and asked for an egg." Right. They actually <laughs> and I'm talk like, to you. And I, I was like, that's not weird. Like, that's I asked, neighborly. That's neighborly. And me, it, it, anyway, I have to convince her, like, her neighbors are not psychos that are asking for eggs. They they would also give her an egg, and it would be totally fine, and they wouldn't expect her to bring an egg back. 
Uh, right. That, yes. This is, that's just that's just the South. There's this a is a mini edit things. alert. Yeah. That's like when I went running in California on a vacation and I was so confused why people were not saying hello to me as we passed running. Yeah. <laughs> because that's do what that you do in there. Texas. I know. The West Coast is strange. I also once lived with a roommate. Hi, Karen. Um, that uh, was from California and she would say like it was so weird here she's like people just like strangers just say hi to you when you're like walking like I'll wave at a person in a car that's going the opposite direction from me I did that once to Warren Truesdale not knowing it was Warren Truesdale (laughs) um I was just waving you know that's what you do and then it happened to be Warren Truesdale I was like hey (laughs) but um Anyway, um, and then also I wept on the side of the road whenever it ended up being. Well, that was a pretty cool story. It was a God appointment, but still, Mm -hmm. I digress. Um, But she was, she was like my Californian uh, roommate at was like thinking it was so weird that like people said hi to her that were just walking towards her on the sidewalk. I was like, well, what do you do when you're like, um, you know, walking towards somebody? I'm like, I feel like it's awkward not to say hi Mm -hmm. to them. And she says. I just look at my watch and I was like, well, what if it's like a long ways that like you're walking toward each other? She's like, I just look at my watch several times. <laughs> Put my head down. Heaven Don't make forbid. eye contact. You say just hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say, DBC. Yeah. Texas um, endeared itself to you. Texas endeared it itself to you. Did. And so, actually, can I back you yes. up? Because I think I got you ahead of yourself yes, a little that's bit. Okay. Can you tell us just how you came to know Jesus? Absolutely. Sure. So I kind of along the lines of, of being friendly in the Washington thing, I was actually born and raised in a really small town. So even though I'm from Washington State where people don't really, they're not very friendly typically, I grew up in a place that was kind of like Texas in the sense that people were friendly. People mm-hmm. did say hello to each other. Because they, they knew were each passing. other. <laughs> because they mm-hmm. knew, and they knew your business, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I grew up in this tiny, tiny town. I mean, I had 20 three in my graduating class, public high school. So tiny town. Um, And I, both my parents grew up in church. My, the town that I grew up in is very Scandinavian, fun fact, very Finnish. You look a little Finnish. Are your people Finnish? My people are Finnish and Swedish. And Swedish. But my town itself is a very Finnish town, very, very fond of their, their culture. And uh, the Lutheran background Mm -hmm. is very strong there, right? So my dad and his side of the family, everybody grew up going to a Lutheran church. That's just what you did. So it was really a bit more cultural in that Mm -hmm. sense. And that, so that's how I grew up. But my mom and her family grew up in a bit more, um, Baptist, more, um, non-denominational even, but, uh, so I got a lot of information from her to supplement the Lutheran so church. So you grew up in the Lutheran church, but yes. your mom. Yes, but she shared was... a little bit more because in the Lutheran church, they don't typically talk about having a personal relationship or um, just some of it, it's a lot more Catholic based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's liturgical too. Exactly. Right? A lot of tradition, a lot of we say this, you say that. Um, but I did get when a little bit. When I say bit, Jesus, you say exactly. Christ. Jesus. Just like that. Just I don't like think that. that's happening in the Lutheran Or church. opposite. <laughs> it wasn't that. Mm-mm. A lot of hymns. <laughs> um, so I, I grew up in church. I grew up hearing a lot about it. My mom talked more about the Bible. My mom actually was the one who taught me about asking Jesus to come into my heart, that type of mm-hmm. thing. And I do remember 
I was about five years old on her bed and we had kind of a moment. You know, they always talk about your moment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily say I fully understood at that point, as, as most people do. For me, I grew up as a pleaser. And so I did what others wanted and was always trying to please. So that's that's how my relationship with the Lord started was I have to go to church. I have to check these boxes. I have to please. I have to do what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, I, I had a lot of mixed messages. I wasn't really sure what truth was, I would say. Mm-hmm. But I did get involved in a youth group in junior high and high school at an Assembly of God church. So kind of on the other side of That's the spectrum. That's very Lutheran. Yes. You um, know, um, my at first, when I, so I grew up Catholic the first time I ever went to a Protestant church, it was an Assemblies of God church. And I hid in the bathroom almost the whole service because well, I was like... So different. Whoa. Yes. Like, this is so different. It was... And I, I personally... And I thought that was what all how all Protestants were. And I was like, oh, this is... Yes. Anyway, it was it was a little... I got embarrassed and blushed when I went to a non-denominational church and they clapped to music. So yeah, going to yeah. an Assemblies of God church for the first oh, absolutely. time was like, this is very Well, different. and I, I personally know exactly what y'all are talking about because I know about what you're, like, you're saying about Assembly of God. But for the listeners that don't know, <laughs> why don't you tell them sure. a little bit about it? Oh, it's, oh I, this, that's what Laura always says whenever she's like, yes, Micah is in the New Testament smack between the Gospel of Mark. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the Bible. Forward and it's, it's good to clarify for those yeah, that don't, though. Right. Yes. You know, we wouldn't want good. any of our it's, listeners it's to feel chari- lost. It's very charismatic. It's very spirit driven. Yeah. And so people there might be speaking in tongues. Okay. They might be. A lot be of lifting hands. Lift, like a lot of hands. Praising they, loud, loudly. Very, there might be dancing. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a, it's very, I, when I say charismatic, I'm like, if you don't know what charismatic means. I don't think anybody knows what that means. Charismatic. But they might know what charismatic. They might know what charismatic means. Charismatic. <laughs> Did I put the wrong emphasis? Emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, all that to say, it's uh, they get jiggy with it. And okay. Assemblies yeah. Okay. So so kind of polar opposite, right? In yes. the Lutheran Church, it's very structured. It's very khaki, him, khaki, khaki pants, really tucked in shirt. Okay. Yeah. You you do wear your Sunday's best okay. for sure. Um, and then in the Assembly of God Church, it is more allowed. Okay. <laughs> and that, and you got involved like, in the, the youth, youth group. group. Yes. However, I do have to, I feel like I have to add an asterisk because mm-hmm. again, tiny, small town. Mm-hmm. So although it was an assembly of God church, it was still very small town. So mm-hmm. it was very tame compared to probably G-M-T. what mm-hmm. others <laughs> would be. Um, but they had an amazing youth group and they had an amazing youth group, um, leader, a youth mm-hmm. pastor and his wife. And that's where I really felt change and, and understand that went to church there? Mm-hmm. yeah it's a small town you know everybody right sure. so that's just kind of what you did is go to that youth group a lot of people went there that weren't a part of the church necessarily it was mm-hmm. you know there's not a lot to do in a small town sure. so the youth group has pizza parties mm-hmm. and bowling and fun things and mm-hmm. if you guys don't know about me i do like social things mm-hmm. she likes pizza parties like planning events and bowling <laughs> forced fun at the mm-hmm. retreat right yes. forced fun um Bubble so rub. yes exactly Bubble all of those things games. enticed me i mean that's what everybody did i didn't want to be left out but i also got to know 
the youth group, the, the youth pastor's wife really well. And she mentored me, took me under her wing. And um, so I, I definitely feel like that's when I started to really have a personal relationship with the Lord and understand more about him and his purpose for me. And not just that it was my parents' religion or showing up for church. It, it really felt more personal during that time. Um, but like most of us, definitely had ups and downs along the way. Um, you know, I felt like I was really close to the Lord through junior high and high school and then kind of started to get excited about going off and doing my own thing. And and a lot of that self kind of focus came mm-hmm. into play of I, I can do this on my own and mm-hmm. very much um, an, another theme <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. my life. Right. So when I went to college, I actually went to a Catholic school. I went to Gonzaga. Go Zags, mm-hmm. if you're a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. They're good. Um, no, isn't, isn't uh, the Timmy kid? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, he's uh, from here. Yeah. I, he plays there. And he's like he our does. star. His, his sister is on, on um, the, the Pierce volleyball team. And, yes. So, there you go. Yeah. I know. Yeah, anyway. you have to go watch, watch a game sometime. Well, I do because my daughter plays on the Pierce No, I meant the Zag game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basketball. <laughs> they just beat you So how did you oh, wow. end up going to... Uh, Gonzaga. So it's in Washington State, which is where I'm from, and it is, it was about the furthest away from home that mm-hmm. I could get without being out of state. Mm-hmm. I was really ready to go to college my senior year, and I really wanted to go far and go out of my small town and experience new things and really just figure out who I was. Um, so I loved the idea of going all the way mm-hmm. across the state on the other side of the state. I grew up on the coast and mm-hmm. Gonzaga's on the eastern part of the state. Um, I was also really into cheerleading and I... Me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. another thing we have in common. And I loved their basketball team and, and kind of keeping up with them. And you and, cheered there, right? And I did end up trying out and, and cheering at Gonzaga. So that was something that led me there too is, is knowing a little bit more about that. And being from a small town, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get on a team in a bigger school probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a smaller college seemed a bit more appealing. Um, but I was also very much a perfectionist with school and a pleaser and – this is a very, very good academic school as well. So that was another thing that appealed to me. I was um, very much an overachiever mm-hmm. in that sense. So I went to Gonzaga, and there is a, it's a Catholic school. So a lot of people that are practicing Catholics or at least show up to Mass, you know, because that's what you do. But I, and, and so during that time, I wouldn't say that I um, strayed. I just kind of didn't rely on God, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess that's the same thing, but, um, I wasn't around it. I wasn't in that youth group bubble that I had come from. I I was out around people where that wasn't the focus that Mm -hmm. they had a different perspective and they had different ideas. And so I definitely went through some, some rocky patches through my faith or with my faith and through my college time in, again, some of those same lessons, trying to do things on my own, thinking my plans are better than God's plans. And he had to remind me over and over again. And many times I didn't hear it or didn't see it. Um, But towards the end of school, I definitely felt him 
in my life and actually through a friend, which is another theme is through people. Um, a, a friend kind of asked me to go to church with her mm. at the end of college, my senior year. And I stayed for grad school there and started going to a church, a non-denominational church mm. with a friend. And that's where I really fell back in love with the Lord, I would say. And at that point had been in and out of some not great relationships and things like that. And just just involved in things that wasn't God's plan for me, but with things that I was trying to do on my own. And when I started to get back into church and started to realize some of those things, that's actually when I met my husband too. So I always think that that's, that's a neat thing. I, I can see how God was preparing my heart through that because I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have been even open to um, meeting him because I was so self-focused before mm-hmm. that, it's almost like I can see now that I had to go through those other steps of getting back into church and realizing all of the self-focus was probably not what God wanted me to do. So, Can you think of a time that your faith was kind of put to the test and God showed up? Yeah, I think of lots of times. Do you want? Name do you want them a, all. Do you want a recent example or a past example? Go past. Go past, and then let's go recent. Okay. 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 Sound sound good to you, Laura? Sounds Pace. great. It's very hard to have Laura Pace and Laura Seifert. LP. LP. LS. Yeah. Okay. LS. Go. Oh, weird. Okay. So I mean, again, I have lots and lots of examples. God shows up in a big way over and over again. And as we talked about at the beginning, since you ambushed me and I didn't have time to prepare. <laughs> you're doing, or... for, for being like a total cold call, mm-hmm. you're doing really good. I mean, good. it's like you were ready for this. I mean, I didn't think about which of my stories I would talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's think. Okay, one from way back. We'll start with that. Um, I know for me, a struggle that I went through my whole life. I mentioned that I was a pleaser and I struggled a lot with confidence issues and trying to be a certain person, right? Um, and so that led me down the path of not making good decisions of for my body and, and mm-hmm. into an eating disorder eventually. And that those were some really dark times for me, for sure. And again, some of the same... Were you in high school or college when that was... I going? was in eighth grade when it first started. And then it resurfaced in college. Um, but each of those times, it's that same theme of you know, not really letting God lead and me trying to control, right? Mm-hmm. That That's oftentimes where that stems from is f- things feeling out of control and that's what I want to control. Um, and so when I think about how God met me during those times, I, 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 I think about some of those common, common moments of, okay, me feeling not good enough, me feeling ugly or, or not pretty or not enough in in whatever way it was and because I was in cheerleading and dance that was just being the physical appearance was very in my face so to speak Mm -hmm. Um, and so that made it an easy target of kind of an area of struggle for me and I've I've kind of seen that theme of I have to almost hit the rock bottom before I can realize Mm -hmm. oh God is here with me Mm -hmm. he hasn't left me Um, so I think that for me just that constant reminder of no matter how I feel about myself that God loves me and God isn't 
wanting me to be perfect. That's Mm -hmm. not, that's an illusion, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I'm still learning that lesson (laughs) for sure. Um, but in my, my most, my darkest times, I think once I've allowed those struggles to come out into the light and not struggle with them internally is when I've really started to see God work. Um, I know when I was was younger and was I was first kind of understanding what was happening, there was just a lot of secretism. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that a word? Secretism? I was just going <laughs> to nod through it. I mean, it's fine. I think it right? is. I'm going to go with secrecy. Um, secrecy is probably so, the right word. Yeah. Secretism yeah. Feels, Secret- feels good. You know. It does. Um, <laughs> I think that for me, I've kind of had to learn those lessons over and over again of you don't have to deal with things on your mm-hmm. own. And but what if I try hard enough? Exactly. Then does it work? Exactly. And even though that's that's my go-to, that's my my try is, mm-hmm. well, I'll just do this on my own or I'll do it more, do it better. Um, then that's when I've I've really gotten closer to the Lord, really. Is, you know, I've needed some of those those major struggles, some of those mm-hmm. hard times to um, see his his love for me. It's almost like he comes through every time. It's almost like it. It's almost like it. In what way? In what way would you say like you felt his love in those times? Yeah, I mean, I think early memories again didn't prepare, so I have to think back. And she's throwing the tough um, ones at you. I know know. the early memories. I would say it was those. Like I have clear memories of feeling like there's no hope or or no way out, and then turning to read my Bible almost in defiance. Where it's like, fine, I'll just mm-hmm. lay on my bed and read this. I'll and then, check this box. Right, Did it, didn't right. help. And then didn't. starting to feel like the Lord's leading me to, okay, you need to reach out. You need to talk to people. You need mm-hmm. to not, you need to bring it into the light. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I did that and, and got my family support or, or started seeing a counselor, which that was really hard for me because talking about my own Counselors self, are the worst. I mean, yeah, let's just put that I mean, out there right who now. Who likes that, right? right. Um, but that's when I definitely felt the Lord's presence with, with those situations more is just kind of opening my hands and let, you listen releasing. to the Holy Spirit's prompting <laughs> yes. and he took you into releasing that he control was pr- pr- prying 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 your death grip mm-hmm. on yes the, uh, yes exactly so and like I said those have kind of resurfaced it came back in college with college cheerleading of course was mm-hmm. a time where so much um pressure to look a certain way and be a certain way and in that time again my focus got off of the Lord and what he wants for me and more on myself of what I should do in my mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, I saw him change that through kind of almost hitting that rock bottom again, right. Where you're like, okay, there's nothing left. I have to open my hands. And then he provided a friend and said, Hey, come to church Mm -hmm. with me. Or, you know, the, the, the perfect song that just kind of hits you in the, at the right time where you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, He's still there. And Mm -hmm. even though you feel like the worst person ever because you haven't even opened your Bible for years, Mm -hmm. right? But um, just that constant reminder of, I haven't left you. I'm Mm -hmm. still here. Yeah. He's not going to bail if you haven't opened your Bible. Exactly. I haven't checked that box. That's right. So that that was probably my earlier time and definitely a lot to talk about more recently. Did Do you feel like that continues to be a struggle or do you feel like that's something that God's released you from? No, I think that it's a lesson that I can still learn. Mm -hmm. I still need to learn. I still need to 
remember to release my grip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've had to it's come out in many different ways. It's right, not, not always the same. Right. It's anymore, not always the same struggles, but it's a constant lesson that I'm still learning. Definitely not reached perfect. You have not arrived. Well, <laughs> yes. well, and, and, we'll and let you know as when much you, as when I want. It, right? And it might, that, I mean, isn't, and isn't that kind of ultimately that lesson is that there isn't perfection. There isn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That there isn't. Um, yeah. Well, what comes up is more recently. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could talk about the whole 2020, 2021. What happened in 2020? I mean, I'm not nothing. Sure we don't even know what you're talking about. It's kind of been right, it's been us. fine. It's been normal. It's been no, I, did I tell y'all, um, at, at one point in, I, I want to say it was February 2021, I was like hand, head in my hands, like telling Kyle, I just can't do this anymore. I just, I just, I need this to be over. And Kyle's like, what are you even talking about? He's like, other than the first two months of COVID, um, all of our neighbors, like we have like four neighbor, four families on our street that are like close friends that have kids the same age. He's like, all of our neighbors are in and out of our houses and we're in and out of theirs and they receive our children and we receive their children. And our whole life group is meeting and we see them every week. With permission from the church. With permission from the church. Um, Socially distanced, of course. Okay. Anyway, um, he's like, we see, and those are the people that you see every week. He's like, who who is it that you're not seeing that we see that like, who, who is it from your life that's missing? And I'm like, my hairdresser. And he's like, I mean, no, she wasn't missing. Sorry. I won't say her name, but she um, snuck into my backyard and cut my hair. I, is it too soon to tell that? No, I, feel I like mean I feel like we're it's out nearly. Of those it'll be 2022 yeah. before this is released. Just mm-hmm. so you know, I never went without getting my hair cut, guys. Okay. My hairdresser came to my house and cut my hair in my backyard. Okay. Love it, Me Jessica Denny, rule follower. I know. Seven. Okay, <laughs> it's much more fun to get your hair cut in your backyard. I also got it did too. Uh-huh. I got it. I got it colored and cut in my backyard. My gosh. Um, so anywho. Anyways, um, all that to say, yes, I did, um, 2020 was at, at, in February of 2021, I thought it was over and Kyle was like, you, you're seeing everybody. And I was like, yes, but I would like to go to lunch with someone who I don't care if they move to China and I find their laugh minorly annoying. <laughs> I would still that's, like to see an acquaintance. That's and that where okay. I'm at. I don't want to just only see people I'm willing to die for. <laughs> Let's broaden that a little bit Let's more. Let's broaden that. So anyway, it's been hard to yes. be me in yes. Oh, the suffering. Oh, how I suffer. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so the 2020-2021, you could talk about that, could but you're not going that. to, are you? Uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could talk about that. <laughs> and I feel like there's but I think you have another story. Yes. Something Kaboom! that happened. Well, that, that okay. that's part of the story, okay. right? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Do it. You yeah. just, just whatever the, what, what, let's just see what happens, Laura. Let's just see what oh happens. Goodness. Okay. So again, same theme, right? Always having to learn that God's plans are better than my plans. And the control thing is always showing up. Um, but I would say... You know, fast forward. So I, I guess I didn't even talk about my kids or they don't matter. <laughs> I mean, I haven't Laura mentioned has that part. Children. She has two um, boys. Yeah. I mean, so Shane and I got married. I'll, I'll pick that part up yeah. and kind of leads into it. And 
we have two boys. So we were married for about boys. four years before they were born. And they're 10 and 8 now. Um, and definitely ups and downs, of course, just like all of us mm-hmm. um, throughout marriage and early child, you know, the, the early childhood for my boys. Um, but lots of those same, you know, definitely trying to be a good mom and trying to be a good mm-hmm. wife and a the good perfect worker. Mom, and, the yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. Wife, the perfect um, employee. But I would say I, I feel like I've grown so much in my faith and in on my understanding of God's purpose for my life throughout my adulthood for sure. And and the church has been a big part of that. I was in some um, neat opportunities with ministry, with my husband and with um, the church offering different classes and just mm-hmm. lots of learning and and lots of amazing people in my life Shane's too. Shane's my favorite watchdog. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a good watchdog. He's a good he, watchdog. Does, he, he takes it seriously. It's good. <laughs> um, but just so much pouring into, I think that would be a good way to describe it, where I've just learned so much. So many amazing people at the church who have poured into me and um, definitely felt like I was in a, have been in a better season, so to mm-hmm. speak. I guess, you know, we all are in different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2020 hit, right? So it's like, things are, things are that going was pretty not good. A and better <laughs> right? For long. Um, and I think that it's kind of that repetitive <laughs> theme again, right? Like, not that when things get good, things should be bad, but just that it's easy to feel a little bit complacent in repetitive life like okay this is just what we do we Mm. go to church and we go to have my job and my kids and you know life gets busy right Mm -hmm. it's easy to get really busy in everyday life Um, and then 2020 hit and everything stopped and there was a lot of learning (laughs) that Mm -hmm. had to happen for me during that time um, I had to, you learned that you were in control. Yeah, after all. right. Absolutely. <laughs> if, anything, if anything, if anything, check your idols, a global pandemic yeah, will do it. Yeah, it does that for you. Right. Um, we all had to just stop the busyness and the things that I often hide myself in, right. Of, mm. of just the busyness of schedules and trying to be the best in all of the different areas of my life. And 2020 was, was definitely, um, a struggle for our family in a lot of different ways. Um, we had some, some loss. We had some, um, just, you know, as everyone did change in routines and being home and all of those things. But my husband lost his job during that time. Mm. Um, we had some death and just a lot of struggles. Right. And so and a scary time. I mean, that's scary yes, anyway, but yes. then during, and then during that pandemic and these unprecedented where, times yeah, mm. where you're not doing life with people. And mm-hmm. I think something else that I haven't and the only, mentioned, the only one that's there for you is mattress giant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the end, it's true. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I do tend to <laughs> wrap myself up into kind of the social aspect and, and friendships and helping others. Mm-hmm. And when all of those things are kind of removed, you have to really be more aware of what's going on internally. Right. Um, and so I definitely felt like I grew a lot during that time of saying, okay, what do you want from me? What, what is this, this lesson? Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of it was slow down and, and stop trying to take over again. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then fast forward to this last summer, um, 2021, I guess that was, we were, um, just getting back actually from visiting my family in Washington and the house two doors down from us exploded. 
and naturally naturally <laughs> well it wasn't natural but but <laughs> yes yeah. naturally of course it did <laughs> um and that was again another just kind of wrench in our plan right it was like I felt like everything was starting to get back to mm-hmm. quote unquote normal but not really right things were starting to feel more in control mm-hmm. <laughs> after a 2020 season of being really out of control and and where you were already having some of your idols checked yeah where you know like you were saying you liked being social you liked helping other people you weren't being able to experience those things as much mm-hmm. and so I can imagine you like being in a little bit of control a little bit yeah so I can imagine that as you step into a season where a house near your house explodes one you get a lot of questions and attention for that and people are wanting to help you yeah which I'm guessing your personality is a little bit like my are you a two she yeah. is okay she's, she's I thought I remembered that one from of the two is twos in town and so like receiving yeah it's hard oh, wait, and wait, concern you didn't even say, and, so the house two doors down exploded but that didn't mean it just was like oh that's a sad thing right that yeah two doors down. yeah yes. it was it was a big a big deal so um but that you're right, Laura. That's, your house. But, that's but yes. a common theme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like my phrase of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, let me tell that story. I'll tell that story first of kind yes, of what and happened, and then I'll go back to that. So um, we had just gotten back, like I said, from being gone for some of the summer, and um, we had gotten home like Saturday night. Monday is when it happened in July, and my husband Shane was home, and mm-hmm. the boys and I were not home. So that's. Praise God. A, a praise. That's a that's a yay, yay God, God moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just I'm so grateful for that. There's been so many things throughout this whole story where I'm just so grateful, and I can mm-hmm. see God's provision and God's just hand in everything. Uh, because this was a really really scary day and a really scary situation, but it could have definitely been so mm-hmm. much worse, right? Um, so the that what happened from my from Shane's perspective is he was home, the boys and I were about five ten minutes away at a friend's house, and he it was storming during that time, and he heard and felt such a huge shake and and he thought that the house was struck by lightning is what happened and the windows sitting next to him all shattered and just the the sound and the noise and everything was just very heart-wrenching for him Mm -hmm. but he was very confused he didn't know what was happening and he went outside and we actually have it on a ring or had it recorded on a ring and it was so hard to watch that first moment when he was realizing what happened but he goes outside and is shouting to our neighbors across the street, my, my windows just broke. I think my house was hit by lightning. And our neighbors like pointing to the house two doors down from ours and oh saying goodness. that house exploded. Well, our dear friends were renting the house right next door to ours. Oh my goodness. So in between the house that exploded and our house. And he looked over and saw the mom bleeding mm. with her three kids. He, he only saw two at the time, but, um, so he quickly went into action and brought them into our house to be triaged. And at that same time, texted me a picture of her and the boys being triaged in my mm. house and says, house exploded. <laughs> Our friends are hurt. Come home. I know that's not funny, but it's like, it's not the text. Right. You're I mean, it's right? shock, right? Complete right. shock. Oh, house exploded. So I'm at 
my friend's house having a play date and kind of ironically funny, but also going back to the whole, we don't have control piece. Uh Um, the, the friend's house that I was at had invited another friend who I hadn't seen for a really long time. And we were catching up during that time. And I was talking through some of the fun of 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the craziness. And I literally had just uttered the words, you know, it's one of those things where you wouldn't be surprised when something else happens. You just, you just, you can't be surprised. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just can't be surprised anymore because there's been so many situations over and over again where it's like, you just can't make this up. Right. And then the world's like, hold my beer. Literally. (laughs) Right. Yes. And so then I get that message and I, felt shock at the time. I felt, Mm. you know, how do you respond to that? And thankfully my friend was more with it than I was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, and she tells, you know, tells me, leave the boys go. And so I left the boys and I drove to my house in the storm, not knowing what I was driving to. And I quickly called my people and Mm -hmm. shout out to my, my two besties that I'm so grateful for Stephanie and Catherine, Um, another common theme in the story is my people, Mm -hmm. right? Our friends and our community, but, um, called them and just said, pray. I don't know what I'm about to, to see. And of course they're both turning on the news and starting to hear a little bit, but still not sure what really happened. Um, so I get to my neighborhood and I can't even drive in. I can't even get close to my house. There's so many fire trucks and emergency vehicles And it's still raining too, mind you. So I park as close as I can and I get out and I remember vividly running down the street in flip-flops and I can't run. And so I take them off and just run barefoot because it's faster. And you know when your adrenaline is Mm -hmm. just in full gear, you don't always make the best decisions, (laughs) right? Um, So I get to where they have it taped off, which is at my house. Mm. And it's the caution tape, you know, do not cross. And I'm pointing to this house and I'm seeing what's happening. And the police officer's like, you can't go in there. And I just kept saying, that's my house. Those are my people. I have to go, right? Um, And she looks into my house and at that point sees my neighbor, my friend, being wheeled out on a gurney to the ambulance and her son who the police officer may have thought was my son. I mean, who knows? Mm. Bleeding, sitting in my house. So thankfully she lets me in, you know, she probably makes that connection. She's okay, go. So I ran in and I got there in time to help with the boys, with my friend's kids and my husband, who was also in shock Mm -hmm. at the time for sure. So at that point, um, the parents had both been taken to the hospital. So we had the boys with us and the paramedics were in and out and the firemen were in and out and they were still trying to assess if it was even safe for us to be there. At that point, they didn't know why it exploded and if there was like a big gas leak or something, you know, so there was a lot of questions and Mm -hmm. unknown, but not a lot of information. And um, so I just kind of went into mama bear mode with these two little boys who I've known for a long time, these three, three little boys actually, um, who I've known for a long time and just trying to keep them calm, keep them feeling not so scared. You Mm know, um, I remember a lot of just crazy memories of during that time that come Mm -hmm. out. And one that will, I'll never forget is the 10 year old. I look at him and I say, 
hey, buddy, are, are you doing okay? And he said, physically, yes. Mentally, no. <sighs> and just started crying. And I was just so like, you know, that's 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 how I felt, right? Yeah, like sound. physically, yeah. I'm fine. Um, I wasn't even here, but mm-hmm. mentally, we were all feeling it. And um, so, anyway, they ended up being taken to the hospital. And what happened to y'all's house? Our house at that point, you know, I'm looking at it, and I'm I'm wondering, is it going to fall in? You mm-hmm. know, what's what's going to go? What's happening? Um, so after they after they were taken to the hospital, Shane and I just kind of were there. Like, what do you do? What do you do in this moment? Like, do we get out? Do we? Yeah, this is where you live. You know, we have no you... power. We, what's going on? It's mm-hmm. raining, and um, and I again was still kind of in shock. Our, our windows were were blown out, and like pretty um, much all of the windows. Yeah, yeah, and then we had a huge piece of the house that exploded in our roof and in our pool. Um, oh, wow. A wall, our whole like side wall was pretty much, you mm-hmm. know, damaged. Um, but we hadn't really like surveyed outer, everything. Like the outer, mm-hmm. the yeah, outer. the outer part. So inside, we didn't have like collapse or our stuff necessarily mm-hmm. that was destroyed. Um, but I do remember, even though I was in shock, people showing up mm-hmm. to help, which that's what they do, right? Mm-hmm. People show up and um, some of our amazing church family, I call them our family, mm-hmm. showed up. And they instantly started boarding up windows with my husband. The guys were there with their tools and their their, you know, wood, mm. um, boarding up windows, cleaning out my fridge, oh my goodness. you know, the things that people just do mm-hmm. showing God's love through mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, through action. Yeah. Just doing yeah, it. Not even friend. asking you, is this okay? Exactly. And I don't even know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like how, do you, you know, nobody knows what to do or mm-hmm. how to prepare for that. So, um, my friend Catherine was there and she's like, let's, let's pack, let's get you packed. And I'm like, pack for what, right? Am I ever going to get back in my house again? Mm-hmm. You just, you don't even know. And then what do you take? You don't know what to take in those moments. I'm throwing like the most random things in suitcases. I, like, clear, I clearly need this yeah, parka and a this bathing suit. Clothes, I just bought these clothes. They have tags on them. Of mm-hmm. course I need those. And, you know, of course I need this random picture and mm-hmm. this and my wedding album. And um, so that was, that was definitely a really hard day which led to a really hard week which led led to really hard weeks um and it's been a really long journey ever since then we're still in it um it's that's july right now when we're recording this is uh november yeah yeah so we're still in it um and it was um, you know immediately when when that first happened we weren't in our house obviously we went back to my friends where the boys still were and just didn't leave. It was the play date that never, that never (laughs) ended. Um, shout out my friend, Jennifer. So grateful for her. Um, but that's what happens when you're the play date when someone's house explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Just just forewarning. They just don't go home. So, um, no, but I did, I just saw God's reminding God reminding me over and over and over again through that. Mm how much he loved me and cared about me by how other people were responding. Mm -hmm. I had people that I hadn't spoken to forever because it was on the news, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, you turned on the news, the national news, you could see it. I had people, are you guys near that explosion? You know, yeah, actually Mm -hmm. we are. And um, so many people reaching out. Part of that explosion's in our pool. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, see on the news, you can see my house. Um, 
but so many people reaching out, asking how they can help, taking my children. I mean, that was a huge help. The Turners, thank you all. I mean, just so many people just taking my kids to keep them busy and having Mm -hmm. fun while we were literally sweeping up broken glass Mm -hmm. and dealing with insurance and trying to figure out next steps. You know, what do you do in that moment when you can't even think clearly and you don't know what's going to happen to your house? We didn't know at that time if we had to tear our house down. You know, that, that was still a question. Um, still a little bit of a question, but <laughs> what, so um, what are they do? What are they? Yeah. To do? Yeah. So, um, because um, obviously you need new windows. Yeah. Yeah. New yes. windows. We're rebricking the entire house. They, wow. um, are, did new roof, new roof, new, um, the, the beams in the attic oh, wow. were broken, rebuilt walls completely. I mean, down to everything. Oh um, Brand new bathrooms. I mean, a lot of ceiling damage. All the ceilings had damage. Every ceiling in my entire house. So you guys have been displaced from the house since July. Correct. So that that's definitely been <laughs> a fun time, right? Um, so that was July. I don't think you mean that. I don't we, feel like it has been fun. No. No. Mm-mm. I use sarcasm, as you all know. Um, we speak fluently in that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but, you guys, my previous stories of my testimonies of, you know, struggling with perfection and control and not wanting to talk about myself and wanting to help others Mm -hmm. instead. That was like a total flip during this time. I have been learning so many valuable lessons and, and honestly feeling at peace, like as crazy as that sounds, everyone's said things like, man, haven't you been so stressed? And of course, of course. But when everybody is rallying around you, Mm -hmm. it feels like they're carrying the burdens with you. And I feel like that's how God shows us his love, Mm -hmm. right? Of I'm carrying this burden with you and you don't have to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send my people and they're going to bring you food and they're going to take your kids and they're going to offer you a place to live. Shout out Kathy Miller. Thank you. I mean, and it's going to knit and, and it's it's not going to make them resent you. Yes. It's actually going to make them feel closer to yes. you that there's a and mutual And you don't have need. to pay them back. And they didn't, mm-hmm. oh, which is here, hard. Here's the here's this I'm speaking to t- I'm speaking to the twos in the room. Those two Lauras in the room that that we didn't just like you because you were helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that we didn't love you just because you were helping us. Mm-hmm. We just love you. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. We love that about you, but we just love you, and we and we want an opportunity to help you too. Mm-hmm. We want to love you yeah. like you've loved us in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to learn. Mm-hmm. It is hard to learn. And I feel like it helps when a house explodes near you. Yes, you know sometimes it takes a literal explosion mm-hmm. for us to that's hear what's what God's about, trying to teach Well, that's us. what's great about our God. Like he didn't cause that no, bad thing to happen. No, he allowed it he and allowed he used it. it. And he's using it and he's still using it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many examples and stories. We could talk all night. I'm sure we're already way past our time, but we could talk all night about all of the ways he's using it. He has brought our neighborhood closer together. That's been a huge prayer of mine forever mm, of cool. just getting to know my neighbors more. I really didn't know them very mm-hmm. well. And you guys, there's been so many stories of us doing life with each other, praying with each other, talking deeply with each other, 
because of this, because we're all going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. When that fir- when it first happened and they had our street blocked off, nobody else could get in except people that lived there because it was an open investigation for mm-hmm. a while. And we would just show up and weep at each other's houses mm-hmm. and, you know, talk about how we're all going through the same things, the same stresses, but it's been, I, I, I would, I, I hate to say, but I wouldn't trade it. You know, right. it's like, I, it's been so amazing. You wouldn't wish it on anybody, but you wouldn't yes. trade it either. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, you know, being displaced from your home is hard, but it does bring your family closer. Mm-hmm. It does allow God to allow others to let you, to, to show them love mm-hmm. and not just because you helped them, like you said, um, it's been, it's been a journey, but I've seen God's provision throughout mm-hmm. so clearly and so almost easily. I know it's kind of crazy to say, but things falling into line where you're like, that's only a yay God. Mm-hmm. That's only because of God that that could have happened. That's not irony, you know? But you also had a legacy of looking, for, of learning to look for that. Exactly. Where, where you had seen... God's doing something here Yes, where I will rely more and more on him instead of on me. Yep. I used to always joke in hard times or hard decisions in my life, like, God, where's my billboard? I just need a billboard, right? (laughs) Don't wish that anymore. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty hard to go back to those ways of trying to control when you really can't. Mm -hmm. Um, So... We've just really been learning to let God lead. And I, I didn't mention also that Shane didn't have a job during that time. Oh, that was during that time. So mm-hmm. it's it was off and on during COVID, but he had been unemployed since May mm-hmm. fully. Um, and the explosion happened in July. So it's also not necessarily a great time to have your house explode when Probably your husband doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, but again, so many God moments of it hasn't been a problem. Mm. People are helping people, you know, just, and it's been a blessing having him available mm-hmm. to be there. You just see how God has orchestrated every bit mm-hmm. of it. And like you said, Laura, not that he said, oh, I'm going to have this happen, but allowing it and then using that opportunity to teach us mm-hmm. and to help us to learn, to let go and let him lead because his plans are always better than our plans. <laughs> Even when we think they are, right? They I mean, are. I'll go at least 99% of the time. Right. Just kidding. Right. It's 100%. <laughs> so um, fast forward to now, and now we said we're kind of approaching Thanksgiving, the time that we're recording this, and he does have a job. Mm. Um, he starts the Monday after Thanksgiving, oh, wow. and we are so grateful and so blessed. It sounds like an amazing opportunity. And he yay is, God, <laughs> yay God. He is going to be gone for a while for the first um, probably three or four months. Is it same industry that mm-hmm. he was? Yeah, but he, you know, it, timing wise, it's going to be okay because he's been able to really get so much going with mm-hmm. our house. There's a lot of meetings and planning and contractor times. And he's been able to do that. And I mean, now you're basically completely massively renovating your home exactly. all the way up to down to the studs and up to the roof. I mean, that's right. huge. Right. So, um, timing of it couldn't be, per- couldn't be more perfect. And that's another 
yay God moment mm-hmm. because he'd been talking to this company for months. And it was, again, one of those things where normally we would have felt really impatient, right? Well, maybe this mm. isn't the right thing. Maybe we need to go looking other places or doing other things. Control. But Let's control this. When you have to release your grip on things mm-hmm. and let God lead, you you don't really have another choice. You'll wait you know? a few months I mean, to hear to back wait. from a company. And it's been a blessing that mm-hmm. we've had to wait because it would have been really hard to mm-hmm. do while he was gone, while he was traveling, if he would have gotten mm-hmm. this job sooner. So, um, but yeah, so many stories over and over again where God's just shown up in a big way. Well, and I love, I love that he has, I'm not surprised that he has, but I love that you've been looking for it. Yeah. And we are kind of teasing about the yay God moments, but they're there. We're looking at you, Aaron Armstrong. <laughs> and they're there. That's our direction. Yay and, God. And, and when you're looking for them, they're there no matter what. But when you're looking for them, they're a whole lot more obvious and mm-hmm. they're a whole lot more fruitful. And that's what you've been doing. And I think one of my favorite things is just the way that you saw your community really show up. You knew they were there, but that to me, like that's a trial by fire yes. where you really see them come through. Well, and I love the release. Um, I don't I don't think I've ever I don't know if I've talked about um, the many facets of Jessica Denny. Um my uh, my multiple personalities. I don't know uh, if you've ever said anything about that never. before. Never. It's, po- it's news to me. Wait. Okay. Have I on per- on the podcast? Have I, I talked about like yes, Susan, yes. Susan, yes. Susan and Jackie mm-hmm. and um, Linda? Mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. But um, but but in any case, I, I I I it's it's becoming more and more clear to me that a lot of Type A's have a Susan. I don't have a Susan. You don't. And I am also a- not a Type A, so no, that tracks. You're not. But they. But they, but there's that Susan, that Susan element, which Susan is, um, Su- Susan is the scorched earth, burn the city down. She will take care of things. You do not have to, you don't have to worry about what's, what's going to happen. She'll make sure everything goes. Susan has a plan. She, Susan has a plan and she does not need your help. Mm. Um, but I love, um, I love, of course, I think, I think Laura's Susan is, is gentler than JD's Susan. I will not confirm or deny that, <laughs> but she, but her facial expression speaks that she agrees, <laughs> but I, but I, but I do love, um, as helpful as, as helpful as, as Susan's can sometimes be in trauma, mm-hmm. um, that in our grown up adult lives where we're safe, mm-hmm. um, that allowing God to be God, um, is, is, is really a way as a way healthier thing to do. And it's, and it's not just, um, it it doesn't just bless us. It blesses other people. Like, because I, I know I've, I've, I've given Laura a little bit of a hard time. I one time made Laura, um, for her birthday. I just referenced this today. Did you actually, I, I made Laura some, uh, like kind of flip cards, you know, we were talking about the flashcards that, um, the Mohawk, um, Mohawk moms group uses, (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I made Laura some like flashcards for like what to do. Laura Pace. Laura Pace. I made Laura LP. Pace some flashcards for like how to accept like kindness from other people. Mm. So like let's say they wanted to take you out for dinner, like some possible responses were for your be, birthday. Thank you. That would be nice. <laughs> they made me a an index card flip book. You know, of yeah. how to we respond all need to some, support. Yeah, because Laura, Laura likes to hide to help from our you different whenever ways you, of learning. Whenever you try to make plans with her, 
for her birthday or for something like that. She like acts super weird. I can't even I can't even describe what she does. I basically so, ghost them like an an uninterested yeah, she won't dating respond. partner. She'll act super weird. I don't yeah. I don't want to do anything. You know, whatever. And I'm like, hey, we would like to celebrate you. Here's some possible things. Like, like no, let's celebrate you. Yeah, right. that's what she does. Right. But so I gave her like a flip card of like, let's say someone said this. You really could say funny. thank you. That sounds great. You know, mm-hmm. or that's I appreciate so, you. Thank you for loving me. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, that's so, a good th- one. Right. I had, have I had like, I had like, I think I had six or seven mm-hmm. like flip cards for like just scenarios of like, let's say someone tried to love you. Mm-hmm. here's some things that you could say that just are like, okay, that yeah. sounds good. Normal, sure, healthy response. Sure, let's go to me, Casina. Yeah. Like, you know. That's an op- that was one of the options. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not reference the cards as I cannot find them, which is very sad, but I did reference that someone had to do that for me. Yes. So I, all that to say, I, when it blesses, it blesses you when they help you, but it also like, I, th- Laura is the first one. Laura Pace is the first one to help the like every, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm rolling my eyes at her. Like, like, could you come sit down at the table with me instead of like pouring everybody water at whatever event we're at? Like, I don't know what she's talking about. Do you, do you have to be the one that pours the water every time? Like, can't the people just pour their own water, you know, like come sit down at the table with me. But Laura always is like serving other people. Um, but, does not always allow other people to serve her. And um, I think that you you both share that. And yes. it's and, and you can see the value in it now. Yes. You yes. can see how yeah, what I've that's had people done. actually say to me, thank you so much for letting me do this. My kids are now seeing that and wanting to do that. One of my mm. good friends, shout out Haley, her daughter has been asking to bring people meals now because Aww. she's modeled that to her as a way that you can show love and, I, I'm just learning so much through no, all good. of we this. It. We of, don't have a kitchen right. or a place to live, but we can. I mean, literally, fine. we were living in a hotel for ten days. Oh um, the boys had their first day of school pictures at the hotel, and I didn't have a kitchen. And it took me a little while. I had so many people asking me right at the beginning, "How can we help? How can we help?" Well, when you're in a crisis, you don't know what you need. Mm-hmm. First of all, also when you're bad about telling people what you need because you want to help them it's hard to Mm -hmm. say it as well Mm -hmm. um and we really didn't need anything right at the beginning because we were kind of just in survival mode Mm -hmm. right we couldn't even do anything um so a lot of that kind of was paused and then when we were in the hotel and I was realizing some of those needs Mm -hmm. it did take me a little while to articulate that Mm -hmm. and I did go to my friends, my close friends, and say, hey, it would be really helpful if we could maybe have some help. And, you know, of course, mm-hmm. when you ask, you you kind of backtrack a little bit. Well, but then maybe, also just let me but, know how I can then, pray for you and I what could, you need. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did. And, and you could definitely ask them about that. I'm sure it was awkward. But I definitely, I had to learn that. And I'm so glad that God allowed me to mm-hmm. learn those things. Um, because I do feel differently about serving and how God can use us mm-hmm. to show his love. I mean, I, I truly felt the Lord's love through these people yeah. of him reminding me, hey, I'm here with you during all of this. And I, we, we've, I don't know why we've been talking a little bit um, in church, I think, and some in our small group about like the kind of the one another's like mm-hmm. love one another, bear with one another, serve one another. Um 
I love the one anotherness of this, of like you're learning that that's like a give and take, that we're the hands and feet of Jesus right. to, one, to one another. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that sometimes, sometimes we're the ones um, giving and sometimes mm-hmm. we're the ones receiving. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And that there's a humility that comes with receiving and that that's, that's, that's good for our soul. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. very true. When we're weak, he's strong. I, Laura, I think you, Laura Seaford, I think you were Seaford. I'm so sorry. You're the worst. Oh my gosh. I You'll know. get it. You'll get Amy it. Amy Coyote. Coyote. Not, not Coyote. Coyote. Got it. <laughs> um, got it. Um, Laura S. Um, I believe that we first became, I'm, I think I first met you at like a women's retreat. Probably. But I think we first became friends. Were you in that Bible study that I did at my house yes. uh that was like like alicia pearson was in it um uh oh heck my brain is like uh, emily jarvis was in it mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we did the um the if one or did you just do the? no i joined it later you guys had just done that one and then i joined right when after we did that. the enneagram mm-hmm. one okay okay so i was um I was going to reference that if Bible study that we did, but I, that you were not in that group. But I, for some reason, <laughs> I thought you were in that group. So I had, by the time you were in the Enneagram group, I did know you kind of wellish, yes. I would say. But um, one of the one of the things that I remember in in that study was that the idea of like Sabbath and how um, Sabbath wasn't just about resting. Um, to model like what God did, but, but almost to remind us that there is a God and we are not him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that the world isn't like kept spinning on, on its axis because of our busyness or what we're doing to accomplish that, but that we can stop and his capable hands still allow the world to turn on its axis, still allow the things that need to be done. And I think it sounds like um, the COVID, this this situation has kind of put that into in the forefront for you to that that like God is in God is in control, mm-hmm. and um and you you can sometimes take a step back. What's that saying? Let go and let God. I think there's something <laughs> like that. Oh, I th- it, yes, I think my, let's there. There's t-shirts with that and a crown on top mm-hmm. of it too. That yeah. feels true. That's that feels true. true. Well, Laura. Um, What's what's a, a big ask that you have for God in the future in the coming months? What what's a way that we can pray for you? And Laura Laura Pace, you want to you want to pray for her right here on the I would podcast? rather not. I've been shamed about that in the past. <laughs> but I will pray our for you. Our most awkward our most awkward moment that we ended up having to edit was our very first podcast where um we prayed on the podcast with um <laughs> Stephanie. Stephanie your your dear friend My Stephanie bestie. and and then when we re-listen to it, we're like, yeah, that then it doesn't it doesn't translate on the podcast. It's not the as same well. moment. It's not right? the same moment. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but we yeah. will pray for you later. Okay. Um, well, again, because you ambushed me, sneak attack. Yeah, I feel like I that's like the re-traumatizing didn't prepare where, where this, it's like, right? you know what we should do with the girl who had an explosion in her neighborhood is surprise. How can I pray for Let's you? Let's bomb her. Let's surprise oh, her. Too soon. Yeah. You know, there's certain words, have... trigger words that are just rough right now. Um, no, I mean I think I mean obviously prayers for 
you know, immediate prayers for the house and that, um, one, one of our prayers is that the work will get done within the timeline that mm-hmm. we have for, you know, there's so many layers to insurance and things that you have to learn. And, and one of those is that you do have a max amount of out of living kind of expense or coverage. And we're so grateful. Another way God's blessed us is we're in a, a rent house right now that's in our neighborhood and, and we're so grateful to have it. But because the market is really crazy right now, we ended up having to pay a lot more for mm-hmm. it from our, our insurance funds. And um, so there is a little bit of a risk of running out of Mm-hmm. that pool of money before the work is done. So that's definitely a, a more immediate prayer is just that things will continue to move smoothly with the mm-hmm. rebuilding of the house and getting us back in there and all of those pieces. Um, but on a more you know personal level, just continuing to allow God to lead in this situation I know he's not done with us yet, and there's a lot that we're, our family is still praying through as far as next steps for us and kind of just how I'm going to continue to learn from all mm-hmm. of this, and we're going to continue to learn and, and let God do the leading and let God show us his plans for us and our next steps for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's definitely a prayer for me. And, um, you know, going back to what you were saying too, about how I, I like to serve and I like to, to help my, my field, my, my profession, I'm in special education mm-hmm. and I, I love that. And I still feel that that's another big ask prayer for me of how I can use my gifted giftings from the mm-hmm. Lord and my and your talent, my, your G and your T and the T mm-hmm. um, and my just my passion for that within the church too. That's mm-hmm. um, something we didn't talk about, but in the past I've had um, a class where I've been able to to do some things that have been really great, and I just want to kind of see how God leads. Mm-hmm. in the next directions. Obviously, some things have had to be put on hold. I don't know why. Yeah. COVID. I think you're slacking. Yeah. Um, but as far as long term, you said long term. Yes. Big ask prayer. Um, just how God's going to lead me and how I'm going to let him lead when it comes to me with my profession, but also with how I can serve the church and mm-hmm. serve through that. Yeah. Well, we, I know... Um, Laura and I, Laura Pace and I love you dearly. Dearly. We um, so appreciate you. We appreciate you being game for a surprise ambush um, podcast recording. Um, Thank you for saying yes to uh, letting us interview you for church. and, And thank you for not walking straight out the door when I told you that we were recording this conversation. May or may not have thought about it. <laughs> you did awesome. But, but you did awesome. Um, we love you. We're so glad you joined us. And uh, thank you guys for joining us on Embarrassment of Riches. Bye.